I hope that sounded hey, that was, fine. That was, yeah, that was pretty good. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Everyone outside and in between. Welcome. Welcome. Big, big, big. Big, 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 big. Big back, biggity back. Big back, biggity back. A big back, biggity back. We're welcome back. <laughs> biggity back. A back, back, biggity back. We're welcome back. Biggity back. <laughs> That's it. If a podcast existed in the 50s, this is what it would sound like. <laughs> uh, it's back. Hi, welcome to Welcome Back. I hope you're <laughs> smoking your love rocks. Cigarettes. Your love rocks? Your love rock cigarettes. Oh, okay. Uh, um, this is a very long conversation about movies and art and TV and whatever else we feel like talking about. Uh, and my name is Sam Bannigan. I'm your producer. And I am that guy, Andrew Thomas. Andrew Thomas. How you doing, Andrew? What's up? Um... This week has been fun and weird. I'm in Texas right now, and I'm in yeah. Texas for only 24 hours. One of those days, uh, and I chose it, and I chose this. Uh huh. But um, yeah, I, ha- I had a great day today, and a uh, pretty fun week. I saw a lot of plays. I saw. Uh, Dollhouse with Jessica Chastain. Ooh, I love Dollhouse. It was something. It was a new translation. Uh, mm. Did we do that at Ada? Uh, in second year, yeah. I think first so, year, because I know the story very intimately of Dollhouse, but I don't remember where. It had to it be Ada. It wasn't a it wasn't a script that we read in in script analysis. So unless your acting class just did a random scene from Doll's House, maybe because that was in our classic series in in second year. I did I did a scene from Doll House. Did we do it in, in English? I don't think we did it in English. I remember seeing it staged. But I, yeah, Dollhouse. It was cool. It was very a very minimalist set. It was just mm-hmm. uh, the spinny thing. Yeah, it was just chairs. That was it. Yeah. That was the only thing. And the spinny thing, exactly. Yeah. It was good. Then it's I a good s- show. Then I saw this pit award ceremony. It's an award ceremony that real celebrities go to, like Cal Penn and Molly Ringwald. And Tita Fey. And Andrew Thomas. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but you buy tickets to it. It's called the Pit Awards. It's a, like a book awards. It sponsors like writing mm-hmm. everywhere, but mostly New York City. I went to that. Uh-huh. Uh, I thought I lost my phone, but was in between the, the 
the seats. Yeah. I was just like, where's my phone? Um, and then, yeah, I saw a groovy movie. Hell yeah. What about you? How was your week? Bad. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> That's it. That's it, everybody. Just after my whole long spiel. Yeah. As... Move on! <laughs> Move on, motherfucker. Uh... Yeah, uh, but I also got to see a groovy movie, so worked out, I think. Creed 3's, 2023's, Michael B. Jordan's directorial debut, Creed 3. The third Creed, Creed 3. Rocky 9. Rocky 9, truthfully, truthfully, Apollo Creed 9. He's the real star of those movies. Oh, yeah, now. Now. Now it's like it all just runs back to... It's really Apollo yeah. Creed who's the star. Yeah. It's it's a real, not even in this one. It's a real Star Wars situation of... <laughs> the original series is about Luke. The prequels are about uh, Obi-Wan, but the whole story is about Anakin. Yeah, yeah. It's like there's the Rocky movies, but it's the Creed movies, but they're all kind of about what Apollo Creed did. Yeah. <laughs> and his different actions. Weird. <laughs> yeah. Creed oh. 3. We Creed saw three. it. We watched it. Sam, what did you I went into this movie. I really wasn't sure what to expect from this movie. Mm-hmm. I had seen some good rumblings, you know, on the interwebs. People are like, hey, it's pretty good. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Don't get my hopes up. <laughs> I can't I can't do it. Um so that was kind of like, uh, I don't know. I saw people talking about like Oh, it's, uh, Michael B. Jordan is, uh, you know, he's talking about his uh, how anime influenced his direction and blah, blah. I was just like, okay. I don't know. Creed 2 was not very good. Yeah. Ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? But then I went into this goddamn movie and who boy, I loved it. Uh, I thought it was great. I thought. Yeah, my my issues with this movie are very minimal. I was just having a blast. I was on the edge of my seat. I was like, I held my breath for far too much of this film. Yeah. Um. Have you heard the news? The news. It uh, it is the highest grossing sports movie, opening weekend for a sports movie ever. It's the first sports movie to gross over a hundred million dollars on its opening weekend. That's great. That's killer. Um, yeah, it was packed. I saw like a 1 p.m. showing on a Sunday, and my theater was like pretty full. Same thing. I saw at the like, Lincoln Square IMAX at 1 p.m. on a Saturday, yeah. and it was quite full. Yeah. 
it's it's wild. I really was not expecting it, especially because Creed Two was like not great. It really Michael B. People like I guess people like Michael B. Jordan. That yeah, has to people, be the thing, or our man Jonathan Majors is really coming up. <laughs> or maybe Jonathan Majors is really coming up. Or maybe just Creed is a solid movie, and you'll yeah, let one I mean, bad sequel slide. Yeah, Creed Creed One did really well. People really love that movie. People are very fond of it. Um. Also, like this has Ryan Coogler's name attached to it. So did the second one. Yeah, but but I'm just saying, like that is another like Black Panther just came out. Like Ryan Coogler, yeah, like, that's on true. People's minds. Um, both in, both in terms of thinking about Michael B. Jordan and thinking about Ryan Coogler. Being like, ah, oh, damn. I gotta check yeah, this okay. out. Gotta check this out. And Jonathan Majors is like becoming bigger and bigger every day. I think, I think, like, it's great. I'm, I'm glad that it, that it is because this movie kicks ass. It's fucking good. Um, yeah. But what did you think about it? How, where, what, what, what did you go in I... expecting? How did you come out? Was my main expectation? My main expectation was just to see Michael B. Jordan as a director. He's been working since he was a little kid in The Wire. Like, yeah. and he, his career is very interesting. He's worked with, he's done his schlocky movies, but he's also worked with like great directors. Yeah. Um, and just seeing what now, what is he bringing to this? And that's all I really cared about. I really didn't like Creed two. Uh, mm. I recently watched the first Rocky for the for the first time in a while, mm. uh, and Rocky Balboa. Uh, and those movies pumped me up. And then we yeah. also recently did Creed. Yeah. Um, and I was like, yeah, but Creed two, I was like, eh. I like Mission Impossible, but sometimes it's just boring to see, yeah, the boxing movie. It's the boxing yeah. movie again. And make no mistake, yeah. it is just a boxing movie. It don't yeah. it's everything that you think a boxing movie is. It's all of that. Creed two is more Rocky Eight than Creed One is Rocky Seven. Yes. I can't repeat that, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> couldn't say any better. Um, but this movie's great. Sometimes all you need is a boxing movie. It's like Top yeah. Gun Maverick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so is the first Creed. And actually, I'm going to ask you this right here, right now. What do you think is better, Creed or Top Gun Maverick? Top Gun Maverick. Creed's good. Creed's great. Top Gun Maverick. I, I picked Top Gun Maverick too. Real pains go it's, fast. It's 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 close. It's close. But I think Top Gun Maverick. Just real planes. That's the thing that inches it out. It's just real yeah, planes yeah. flying. Going. They, yeah, it's. <laughs> they it's could just crash. Yeah. If Michael B. Jordan actually got punched in the face, then maybe we could talk about it. But also, I will. I think the direction. How could he direct it and also do the fighting? That it's not like a musical. It's not like 
it's so technical. It takes you, a lot, but I mean, I, I mean, he's he's got to have good a good AD. Yeah, I, I'm sure. Like, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he's. I'm sure he has really good people around him. Um, and he's done two of these movies. He knows how. Yeah, to and he's yeah. Frame it. He knows how this goes. He knows what he wanted. He he knew what he wanted to like do with it very clearly. Also, the um, writing's good. Yes. Who are the writers from this and Creed Two? I'm just curious. Yeah. Um, and so even the writers the first on. Creed. Yeah, I'll pull it all up. Hold on. this okay uh creed one story by ryan coogler screenplay by ryan coogler and aaron covington ryan coogler's college roommate okay uh that we talked about uh when we did it um Creed 2, story by Sasha Penn and Chio Chio Hadari Coker, um, who are random people that I've I've never heard of before. Looks like they're mainly producers. Um, Screenplay by Jewel Taylor and Sylvester Stallone. For Creed 2. Uh, Jewel Taylor wrote Space Jam A New Legacy. So <laughs> not not great. Um, and then Creed 3. Uh, we have story by Ryan Coogler, Keenan Coogler, and Zach Balin. Uh, and then screenplay by Keenan Coogler and Zach Balin. Um. And Zach Balin wrote King Richard. Okay. And then Keenan Coogler, obviously Ryan Coogler's brother. Helped with Black uh, Panther. Yeah, Black Panther. Also worked on Space Jam A New Legacy, but also worked on Creed, Fruitvale Station, a um, bunch of different stuff on, on a bunch of different... Um, I think what he was writing... Roles. Originally might have worked out. It's whoever did those rewrites... I'll give him that benefit of the doubt. Yeah. God, that movie is um, awful. Yeah. But Zach Balin and Keenan Coogler wrote this one. I don't know if they wrote it together or if it was like... But they... I mean, story, each other. I mean, it depends. Yeah, who knows? Who knows how it all works out? The different writing credits change differently. It is crazy. Time, so. How much this feels like Creed 2. But like every issue I had with Creed 2, it feels like this movie just like it doesn't do that. It's like, yeah, like every single it's weird. My main thing is like, I'm like, okay, I'm kind of sympathizing with the bad guy. I kind of I kind of want Creed to lose. But then Mm -hmm. somewhere in the middle of the, the fight and spoiler alert, spoiler alert from here to now. 
Yeah. I was walking in. I was like, once again, how did the movie make me go against Adonis Creed, our protagonist? Yeah. And then you're in the middle of that ring in the last fight. And you're like, get up. Get up, Adonis. Oh, get up. Come on, baby. Get Let's up. Let's go. It is such a wet. It's so. It's like a magic trick. <laughs> it's a magic trick. It this truly is. a magic trick. It's amazing. It is so good. And I really want to rewatch Creed 2 just to be like, is it, am I crazy? Is it just not that good? No, Creed 2 is bad. Creed 2 is bad. It's, it's, yeah. This movie isn't perfect. And there are some issues I have with the writing and maybe oh, even the direction. For sure. But yeah, this movie's great. You want to hop into that it's cast? Real good. Yes. Um, great cast. Great cast. A lot of people coming back from, like, they got the guy, uh, Florian Muntnow, uh, who played Victor Drago in Creed 2. He came back. Yeah. Which I thought was, like, a nice touch, like, just to have him there. Um, uh, but we can we can talk about just kind of the main folks here. Uh, Felicia Rashad coming back. Mama Creed. She's good. Always good. She's good. We always love Felicia Rashad. Um, we got uh, Wood Harris coming back as a Duke, the coach. Yes. Uh, yes. I love him at everything. Yeah. He's really good. Uh, loved, loved seeing him again. Um, uh, and then we have uh, Mila Davis Kent uh, as Amara Creed, uh, obviously their their daughter. Yes, uh, who I thought did a really great job. I thought yeah. she was really fun. She was fun. She was cute. She was yeah. everything she needed to be. Yeah. Um, we got Tessa Thompson obviously coming back as Bianca. Great. Love Tessa Thompson. We always love Tessa Thompson. Felt like the movie didn't know what to do with her. Yeah, they they haven't really known what to do with her since Creed One. Yeah, and like, but this one feels like there's a whole chunk of the movie taken out. There's some like, I feel like there's a whole subplot with her, with her. Yeah, with the music stuff. Yeah, it's like they set it yeah. up, and you want to see, and then it kind of just doesn't turn into anything. Yeah, yeah, it definitely, yeah. I mean, I think that's my biggest issue with this movie is that it does feel like there's about 30 minutes edited out. But also, who wants to see a three-hour boxing movie? But also, this movie's only two hours. Exactly, this movie flies by. I feel it like flies lately, by. I've been watching a lot of three-hour movies, so. Yeah, Tar did not help. Tar, Titanic didn't help. Titanic, <laughs> uh, fucking, you just did Lord, Lord of the Rings. Rings not too long ago. And this movie yeah. felt so fast. I was like, oh, in and yeah. out. Oh, in and out, baby. Two hours? Perfect. Um, uh, yeah, that is, I think, my biggest issue. And it does feel like Tessa Thompson kind of got the short end of the stick on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but Tessa Thompson, always amazing. Yeah, she Love was Tessa good Thompson. in all, everything she was given. Absolutely. Much like a Thor Ragnarok. Or not Ragnarok, the other one. Love and Thunder? Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, we got uh, our main two. I think we can probably talk about these two kind of Together. at the same time. We don't need to, like, yeah, yeah. Um, but we got Jonathan Majors and Michael B. Jordan as our uh, 
hero and villain if sounds weird anti-hero anti-hero yeah i don't know if even that's the right way to put jonathan majors's character jonathan majors into a word Remember, the the foil to Adonis to Adonis Creed in this movie. Great foil. Who knew? Yeah, yeah. I'm glad it wasn't Mr. T's son. Yeah. Uh Jonathan Majors is so good. He's so good. What an incredible actor. I've I've been saying it. I've been saying it since last Black Man. I've been I've been on the Jonathan Majors train. I've been here, baby. Welcome such... aboard. Get get on. Get, he's, got, seen... he's buff. He's buff now. Come on, let's go. Have you seen Lovecraft Country? No, I gotta watch it. Yeah, I've only seen like the first two episodes. Uh... Yeah. I want to talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp, but I'm going to do it right here. Movie's bad. Movie's bad, bad. He's really good. Also what I've heard. He's, like, really shockingly good. Like, I'm, like, it's incredible. And then he shows up in here, and he's good again. But the movie's good this time. So he's even better. (laughs) So he's even better. Yeah. He's such a weird actor. Because it's like... He has like Adam Driver's charm, but with Daniel Kaluuya's eyes. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's this... I was talking to to Ben. I saw this movie with with my friend Ben, uh, who was on the podcast a while ago. Um, We saw it together this afternoon. And he hasn't really seen Jonathan Majors in, in much. He like watched Loki and, and was like, oh, I like Jonathan Majors. Yeah. But that was kind of it. Hadn't seen Last Black Man. Like hadn't seen Lovecraft County. Mm-hmm. Nothing. And he was, and I was like telling him like, oh, Jonathan Majors is in it. He's fucking great. Love Jonathan Majors. And at the end we were talking and, and Ben was like, he's horrifying in this movie. He is so scared. He shows up and you're like, oh God. Yeah. Oh no. Uh, and just the way that Jonathan Majors, like especially recently rewatching Last Black Man, seeing how Jonathan Majors as an actor can like control how much like energy he has on screen and yes. how and how much presence he's taking up, like both physically and like just his his energy of of like when he comes on screen in this, it's like oh he's dominating what's going on yes but comparing that to last black man where he's like playing the like quiet like reserved you know, introverted autistic like little artist boy it's 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 night and day but it's still incredible performances on both sides and and i'm just i'm so i'm so pleased that he is getting the kind of recognition that he's getting because yes. he's like He's killing it, and I just want to see more. He's so good. I also loved in the movie 
when he was just talking trash about Adonis Creed. He was oh, just like, man, so good. he's a traitor. He's a rat. His breath stank. He, <laughs> his hairline's falling back. <laughs> it was so good. I heard he doesn't wash his butt in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's just like, man, have you heard anything about Doc Screen? He ain't good at anything. Doesn't know how to spell. <laughs> <laughs> is the best trash talk. <laughs> the thing that that I that I really like about Jonathan Majors is like even in like in this in Last Black Man in his in his like, you know, couple of scenes in Loki. He's like in these serious roles, but he clearly knows how to like bring the goofiness. Yeah. To something like that, like the trash talking in this, like just his general kind of demeanor in Loki like some of the moments in in last black man when he's like looking in the mirror and talking to himself like there's this level of of goofiness that he brings yes he knows what's just... to grit, grit his teeth i hope that makes yeah. sense and it's just it's just so fun to watch good actor good actor great actor i hope he does great something actor. on stage soon oh he was just on broadway not too long ago what was he doing he was doing. Wasn't he doing a, a show not too long ago? Um, I was pretty sure he was doing something like when I was there, or maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. Are you thinking of Top Dog Underdog with Yaya Abdul Mateen the Second and Corey I Hawkins? I was thinking of you Yaya. Racist. You racist. I was racist. thinking of Yaya. I'm sorry. <laughs> But him and Yaya have like a similar they do like, have a that similar presen- demeanor, that yeah. presence that they both have is is I think what what was tripping me up. Ugh. Man, he, Jonathan Majors and Yaya should do something together. That would be crazy. That would be fun. That would be crazy. I don't know why. I once heard this quote uh, that um, they were talking about James Dean uh, and when he passed away that. If James Dean was still alive, Marlon Brando would have had to work harder, and Paul Newman probably wouldn't have had a career. <laughs> I think <Okay>. of that. <laughs> I don't know. Yaya and Jonathan Majors just have, they do have that similar presence. It's curious they have to a similar see presence. how they're going to, what yeah. roles they take on, what roles they'll be offered. It's just going to be interesting. Yeah. I'm excited. And John excited David Washington's just hanging around here because of nepotism. Yeah, John David Washington's just around, and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, uh-oh. Thank God you were in Amsterdam. Imagine if Jonathan Majors wasn't that. That could have yeah. messed up his career. <laughs> uh, and Michael B. Jordan, uh, our star. And Michael Adonis B. Jordan. Creed. Yes. Also, putting in work. Really good. Really good. I hate to say his best performance is the one he directed, but, <laughs> but I think also, it's his best performance. <laughs> it's pro- it's probably his best. It's probably his best. It is really he really shows a lot of of range and a lot of. Okay, we remember the hothead in in Creed One. We remember yeah. that guy. 
And now we see the guy who's proved it 10 times over, who has this insane parasite house. Um, yeah. But he's still that angry guy. And that matters so much throughout the movie. And you see yeah. that repression. You see it's a really good performance. It's really great. Especially at the end with uh, at the end of the fight. And them talking in the locker room. Oh, what a good, what a nice little scene. It is. Yeah. I liked the role of Killmonger and I liked the way Michael B. Jordan performed it. But I remember people were like, he should get nominated for an Oscar. And I was like, yeah, no, no. he, he's, no, he's no. still Michael B. Jordan. There's still, I mean, that works in the movie, but there's still something yeah. that just, he didn't let himself go. But in this role, I feel like this is the first time I've ever seen Michael B. And maybe it was because of uh, just the stress of directing. Um, again, another quote. Yeah. Uh, Bill Hader and Jason Bateman, they did a podcast. <clears throat> they were talking about directing the shows. Mm-hmm. And Jason Bateman was like, I forget I'm in costume half of the time. Like, you know, you put your hand on your shirt and you're like, why is there blood on my shirt? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, right. I'm supposed to, I have to go act now. It's like, you're so, and maybe that's it. He was just, I was like, there you go, Michael B. Jordan, you did it! (laughs) Yeah, this really was like, and also like, I mean, he's been playing this character for, when did Creed 1 come out? 2015. Yeah, almost like he's been playing this character for eight years. Like he he's probably really settled into it. Like he he knows what he's doing. He's had. I wouldn't be surprised if if that like direction having to direct kind of made him forget the stress of acting. Yeah, and just like yeah, I just got to do it. Like I just gotta, you know, go get the shot. It shows how good of actors Tessa Thompson and uh, Jonathan Majors are. Yeah. To because it feels like they it feels so like they're getting something. Like they're mm-hmm. in like a true like true acting, you know? Yeah, yeah. Wow, uh, this movie's great. The more and more great. I'm talking about it, the more and more I'm getting your five stars. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Um, uh Michael B. Jordan also directorial debut. Blue me away truly uh, bonkers i I was i was also thinking like in my in my review on letterboxd i mentioned this but like i really didn't think you could do fight scenes much better than you got in creed one Uh those fight scenes in creed one like are good they're so tight they feel like intentional and and just like really beautiful to watch and Creed 2 was pretty disappointing on that front. Like, the fights are still good, but not, like, as good. Yeah. But goddamn, uh, this movie kind of, like, really threw me for a loop uh, uh, on the the level of stylization um, of the slow-mo and the, and the close-ups and, and the... Not even to mention the, the bonkers shadow realm anime stuff that happens in the in the final fight um but i just it was like 
I don't know. Michael B. Board, Michael B. Jordan just like got it. Like he was just like, oh yeah, this is this is how you do this. I wonder how many conversations he had with both Ryan Coogler and Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Who know who knows? But I whatever, mean, whatever the they past did, eight fucking, years. Yeah. It is. It it worked out for how you know because this was crazy. Yeah. And I I was I was so into it like that the first fight with uh with Jonathan Majors, uh, up against the when he's like doing his first pro fight. Mm-hmm. I held my breath for like the entire first round. That, that was... entire section, I, like the bell rang, and I felt myself like go like. <sighs> yes. I like, oh, I've been. I was holding my breath that whole time. Oh God, that yes. was that was too much. You're like that uh, boy's gonna die. He's gonna feel the yeah. traumatic stress of his father. Yeah. But goddamn, like it's just so good, and I loved like I loved the anime stuff in the in the final fight. I thought that was great. Yeah. Because I really didn't want like, oh yeah, we're gonna go, we're gonna go through the same thing that we did in Creed One, where they, you know, they get to the last round and it's this whole long thing, and we see bits and pieces and the coaches on the sidelines and always all the tips and all the tricks and all the things that they're doing, the punches and blah blah blah. But then the Shadow Realm showed up and I was like, oh, do you remember? Okay. Do you remember Warrior? Warrior. Yeah. Vaguely. I remember remember we watched it. Yeah, they had good fight scenes. Yeah. But the original Rocky, best of the series, still better than Creed, better than Rocky just slaps. I, I still haven't seen it. Uh, it's the 1970s. The fighting doesn't look great. <laughs> <laughs> it is just that specific art form. And there's been other boxing movies. But it, it's just... Sometimes they get hit and you're like, but how did you do that? How did you... Did you just do it at such a per- perfect slow motion angle? Or did someone really get their bell rung? Yeah. I don't know. Ain't that something? <laughs> That's the magic. Like Creed 2, again, the fights look good. And they get better and better. But Creed 2, you're like, yeah, I've seen boxing. I've seen, I know boxing. I know boxing fights. I know how this goes. And then, it's exactly like Ryan Coogler doing a one shot. And then you're like, oh, did Michael B. Jordan just get, get knocked out? Yeah. Get KO'd? What you do for the seed? Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, Just that punch yeah, I, when I, he's... I, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. Did, what, and and I also liked all the scenes that weren't the fighting. Like, I think all the direction in those scenes was also, like, really beautiful, really well done. Uh, like, I, I was nervous when, when I heard people talking about, like, oh, Michael B. Jordan, like, you know, has all this, like, anime influence on Creed 3. I was like, what is that gonna be like? Yeah. But it just turned into, like, striking visuals and, like, I mean, not, like, complicated storytelling with your camera work, but, like, doing more storytelling with the camera work than they did in all of Creed 2. This is really the the roast of Creed 2. (laughs) 
Look, Creed 2 is, is, I think I rated it like three stars. It's fine. It's not horrible. It, it's not great. It's not Creed 1, and it's certainly not Creed 3. Yeah. But I've heard this my whole life with the Rocky franchise. It really is happening again. Yeah. What did you think about Michael B. Jordan's uh, direction? I think the direction's incredible. I am, I am truly just shocked. I'm curious to see what his next movie is. I hope he doesn't just jump into Creed 4. Yeah. I hope yeah, I would I love to see, see him do something. Yeah. Fun. But just anything. As far as anything. this movie, I think, yeah, the direction is great. It's really fun. It takes confidence to have a fight scene. The first time cuz it happens in the like the first scene where it looks kind of like it's the just their eyes and it's moving yeah. and it's this weird slow-mo. Like it looks like Speed Racer. Um, yeah. It takes confidence. It could have blown up in his face. It and really could have. stupid. But you know what we always say, Andrew? Big swings Big only. Swings BSO. Only. <laughs> BSO. Big swings only. Uh, yeah, that is, that is definitely like, I mean, it paid off. Like that's, that's it, right? Like it, it really could have looked corny. It could have been bad. That shadow realm stuff could have been too, way too much. And I'm sure it is way too much for some people. I'm sure some people see that and they go, what now? What the fuck is this? This This isn't my boxing movie. Yeah, but it is my boxing movie. And so (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Oh. God. Yeah. Uh, you you said you wanted to talk more about Michael B. Jordan. What what are your what are what are your thoughts? Where are you, what, are what you... do you? Is there anything in your mind a director starring combo that has worked for you? I don't. I don't know many of them. Like. Huh. Like, in the past few years, I, I couldn't tell you what I've watched that that was directed and, and starring the same person. Bradley Cooper. Ben Affleck. What did Bradley Cooper direct that he was Stars Born. Oh, I didn't like that movie. Ben Affleck. He did, what, Argo? Argo, Live by Night, The Town. I haven't seen any of those. Well... so i don't like that's clint eastwood but he's so old now doesn't even yeah also haven't i don't know the last clint eastwood movie i've watched you telling me you didn't see cry macho (laughs) no no i did not you didn't see the mule oh i'm so sorry the last clint eastwood movie i saw was jersey boys (laughs) (laughs) you forget he made jersey boys (laughs) <laughs> that's not a joke that was the last Clint Eastwood movie I watched was Jersey Boys uh, yeah I don't know I mean Denzel it's always risky Washington. it's always tough what did Denzel do? Fences oh Fences Fences is great yeah Fences is fantastic it's just 
I guess Bill Hader directed some of Barry's. Yeah. Did he do a majority? I think. Yeah, I think so. I think, and he's going to direct every episode of this season. Was apparently is also its final season. Oh, what? No. Yeah. Succession and Barry. That makes sense. That makes more sense for Barry than it does Succession. Yeah, that's the truth. I'm still sad about it. I'm still sad about it. Succession could have gone on for 10 years. Succession could have gone on for 10 years. It could have been our uh, West Wing. Yes, exactly. Our West Wing is a better example. (laughs) (laughs) I would have seen their shenanigans, whatever. And they just keep getting away with it. Yeah. Yeah, how many times times can... can, Tom Wamscan say, "I've never seen seen your dad get fucked once." I just think of Tom Wamscan in the in the trial at DC. Do you know oh. Gregory Hirsch? No, 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 Tom. <laughs> oh, known to me. You don't know to me. I thought you met in another way. Well, what way? <laughs> well <laughs> uh, i i i was recently reminded of the scene where he's uh talking to the the he has to check if the their reporter is a nazi what what is this oh no i remember this yeah it's in the it's in the episode where they think there's a shooter in the building <laughs> and he's like so i just i just have to you know just got to clear some things up the the you know the dog thing and the guy's like no 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 that's that's ridiculous it's a different spelling oh okay different spelling oh okay. i love that one uh yeah uh, just just double check you know just cross and t's dot in the eyes uh have you ever read mind Kampf? excuse me <laughs> and he's like uh yeah Couple times. Couple times. <laughs> couple couple something, times. Something you missed. They had to do her review. Yeah, couple, couple Easter eggs in there. You didn't, exactly. didn't catch the first time. <laughs> it's fucking good. I just love how he was on Jimmy Fallon the other day, Matthew McFadden, and he yeah. was talking about uh, him doing the accent, and he's like, "Yeah, because Tom, there's different ways." He's he sees Shiv, and his voice just goes up and goes, Hey, Shiv! Hey, Shiv! Hey! Hey, Shiv! And then he sees Greg. And it goes, <laughs> it goes, Oh, Greg. <laughs> top secret. Does it say top secret? Oh, how could anyone have busted your... <laughs> man, succession's good. Succession's oh, man. Great. I'm so, this is gonna I'm end. so stoked. I think Logan's going to die ep one. That's my hot prediction. Oh, really? Ep okay. One. I don't think they would do that to Logan. Ep one. I don't think I don't think they would do that to Oh god. What's his name? The actor. Brian Cox. Brian Cox. I don't think they would do that to Brian Cox. The flashbacks. No. My thing is I always I've always wanted to see Always wanted. I started watching like three months ago. Uh, <laughs> I've always, I've always for the, this is a dream I've had for the past three months. <laughs> I think it would be great to have a season without Logan. That's the final season. Just Logan dies, yeah, and then that, the final season yeah. happens. The true, 
it's now or never. Yeah, if 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 they didn't already say that this was the final season, I would expect them to kill Logan at the end of season four and then have season five be the final season where there is no Logan. Yeah. And now it's all it's all the other bullshit coming out, you know. Because I could watch anyone's shenanigans for a whole episode. I wish they would have their one episode where it just focuses on two characters. Even make it something yeah. odd like Shiv and Greg. I would love to see Shiv and Greg do something. Or like Connor and uh, and Jerry. That would be wild. I want to see... Oh, what a shit. Just give me all the weird the weird pairings. Frank and and uh uh Willow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they get into it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the greatest show on TV. I <laughs> it's, it's really good. I the only show I've ever fallen in love with this much was Breaking Bad. And it is like what a moment in time. Did Luwig do the music? No, he didn't. And I think that is another, you can another tell. failing of this movie. Yeah. I can tell the during the by, montage. Yeah, you can tell during the montage. The music is by Joseph Shirley, um, who... Wow, is really just coming is really just coming for Ludwig's uh shit. Um was the composer for the Book of Boba Fett. That's hilarious. <laughs> um can't beat him, join him. I mean, has has worked with Ludwig, uh was also was uh in the music department for Black Panther, um was uh in the music department for Venom. For Creed Two, for Trolls World World Tour, for Tenet, for The Mandalorian, so like ha- has worked in the music department for for a few things. Um, is also credited as a composer for The Mandalorian. Oh, for season three of The Mandalorian, did he do the whole thing? Yeah, it looks like he did all all eight episodes. Are you for... watching The Mando? I haven't yet because of my week, but I I will be. Because Star Wars just got you. Oh Star! Oh yeah. Well, actually, what what happened was on Thursday, uh, I watched the last three episodes of Book of Boba Fett because I hadn't seen any of the season, Ooh. but I knew the Mandalorian was in a couple episodes, and I was like, I should probably have context before I watch. Uh... So I watched three episodes of of Book of Boba Fett, and I was like. I like the Mandalorian as a character and as a story, so I'm into that. But this show is not well done. Yeah, I believe it. Aren't don't famous directors do Book of Boba Fett? Um, no. Oh my god! Uh, famous directors. What's the director? Sorry, Creed Three. What's the director's list for uh, season three of Mandalorian? Man, you gotta let me figure some shit out over here. Give me a sec. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bryce Dallas Howard directed one episode Dave Filoni directed an episode Robert Rodriguez directed three episodes someone named Steph Green directed an episode and Kevin Tan Tan, Tan-, Tan- 
Tenchero. I don't know how to say your last name, Kevin. I'm so sorry. Tancheroan. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, dude. It it looks like it's probably said really cool, and I just don't know how to say it. Um, they they both directed one episode, and now I gotta go back over here. I gotta go back over here to Mandalorian, and then I gotta just look at season three. But I gotta go all cast and crew. Twenty twenty three. 2023, we got episodes directed by Peter Ramsey, Rachel Morrison, Lee Isaac Chung, Carl Weathers, Bryce Dallas Howard, and Rick uh, Femmoy... Ah, fuck. (laughs) Femmoy... I'm sorry, I don't know how to say your name, Rick. I'm sorry. Uh, but he directed Dope, and he's directed. Oh, uh, he's directed a few other episodes. Um, he was supposed to direct the Flash. Oh, rip! I saw that trailer before Creed Three today. That trailer is bad. I, I like just, just a fun fact. I like seeing that Tim Burton Batman suit, a thing that was never, ever, ever meant to see the light of day. Have it be in the light of day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I feel. There's a part of me that feels like that movie's not being released. Man, if if they cancel fucking Batgirl and they don't cancel The Flash, that's, that's some bullshit right there. <laughs> uh, you mean the Batman with Flash? That's what that yeah. movie is. That's what just okay. see. It's just Batman with the Flash and Supergirl, I guess. I'm gonna see uh, it because much like Star Wars, they it got me. It got you. Uh, yeah, I did want to ask what what your opinions are with Creed Three. Um, what your opinions are with uh, all the anime influence? Like, it gets really overt. Like, I, I, it wasn't, it was there early on, but it gets really overt in that final fight in the climax. With the, and I thought it was great. I thought it really added to that moment, but I don't know how it landed with everybody. I was in it. That's the thing. It didn't distract yeah. me, which I feel like is the only thing it shouldn't do. Like, yeah. I get it's they're the only ones in the ring. It's feels like Adonis Creed while he was on retirement was watching a lot of anime. And this is just how he <laughs> like person personified it to himself. Yeah. Just It makes it so much more personal. It's we saw him lose but get the respect that we saw him win to, you know, conquer his father's murderer but Mm. this one's so morally just it's so weird I feel like that moment it helps because it's a little melodramatic right oh yeah it's over the top I mean at one point he gets punched into the ropes and it turns into the fucking a prison jail cell yeah yeah 
I kind of giggled. It's like, oh, okay, Michael, tell us how you really feel. Exactly. But it's... <laughs> that is something that an audience should have laughed at. But yeah. They feel it. It's... Yeah. I guess... I don't know. I don't watch a lot of anime. I, I've said I don't this either. before. I watched Avatar The Last Airbender and I was like, ooh, maybe I am an anime person. Then I watched Legend of Korra and I was like, no, I am not. <laughs> also, technically, those are neither of those are anime. But aren't they? No. People consider them. They lump them in. It's a Western television show. It's, it's Yeah, it's just a different different type of TV show. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I get what you mean. I, I liked, I really liked it. I thought it really worked. It is definitely over the top. I could definitely see somebody hating it. My thing is 19 you know? years. No one got shot. 19 years. I think of this John Mulaney, uh, Jonathan Majors. He's got sent to jail for 19 years. 18 years. 18 years. Excuse me. Well, he says. Well, he says he got two more. So they tacked on two years. more. So, so no. So he was sent. He was sent there for sixteen years, and then due to behavior in, they tacked on two more years. Ugh. So he was only supposed to be away for sixteen, which is already a lot. It's just I think of this John Mulaney joke where he was like, "I got blamed for everything. I, I had. Uh, it's like if I there was a man." who grabbed me by the ear and said, this kid just bit my penis. And my mom would say, John Mulaney, did you bite this nice man's penis? And then he's like, does anybody want to know why his penis was near my chompers? Exactly. It's just like, (laughs) this kid had a gun. Oh my God, this kid had a gun and was beating up this old man. Does anyone want to know why? (laughs) <laughs> he was beating up this old, this old. You think they were just menace to society, or this kind of seems like he knows him. <laughs> this seems personal. Wait, hey, in wait some a way. minute. He worked at a group home that they worked at. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> hey, hold on. Nah, just yeah. just give him sixteen years. He had a gun. <laughs> sixteen years for a couple priors and a gun. I stole a loaf of bread. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't still love bread. You can't be having guns, but no, you can't be. You can't be pulling guns on motherfuckers. Eighteen but also, years. Eighteen years. Yeah, this movie's so good. I really like. I, I I keep thinking about it, and I'm just like, man, that part was good. Man, that part was good. Like, obviously, like, yeah, it does feel like there is like thirty minutes cut out of this movie, and. I think that the way they handle like the specifically the the letters that Jonathan Majors yes. sent him that really didn't work like it felt so cuz he mentions well he mentions it to Adonis and then Adonis talks to his mom and in that scene when he's talking to his mom about the letters it seems like he didn't know that they existed but he already did know that they existed so it's like it's just like not well yeah planned out it feels like maybe that was i don't know something some somebody fucked up somewhere around there yep um but then you get scenes where where you know jonathan majors is is doing pull-ups on the back of some staircase 
and then calls into a TV show to Stephen talk a. shit. Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's great. I don't know the when the the fucking dual training montage was sick as shit. Yeah, fun movie, smart movie, well made movie. Yeah, I and yeah. my biggest thing for a movie. It was fun. I had a it good time. So I, I had such a good it was time. In, like it, I held my breath. It held me yeah. in suspense. Yeah. I liked the characters. I saw myself in some in the characters. I've never beat up a, 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 a someone who used to abuse me in front of a liquor store and my friend held up a gun at them and then I ran away. That's never happened to me. But that's happened to me. And that's happened that's to happened you. To me. And that's happened to yeah. you, the listener. There's something. <laughs> it's it's such a good yeah. Ah, the movies. The movies. I am just a sucker for what a what a blockbuster. What a movie like this, a big mid mainstream movie, is just good. Mm. Yeah, it just warms your heart. It's like oh, it's not everything's not just cynical. They can't. Yeah. They can't let an artist just breathe and go, well, I hope this works. And it, and it fucking did. It didn't feel like it was made in a lab like Creed 2. Yeah, or any Marvel movie. I, what, what, a weird random Marvel thing that, that popped up on my, on my feed uh, the other day. Uh, was uh, the the shot of of Steve Rogers waking up at the end of the first Captain America, um, and the and the quote tweet was just, man, these used to look like real movies, huh? Yeah, and it's like the most generic like light coming in from a window shot I've ever seen in my entire life, and I'm like, you know what? It does look more real than it does now. So yes. I'll, I'll give you that. I was I'll like, give you that. it doesn't. This even is not look a good, good shot, but I, I'll give you that. Yeah, it doesn't even look good, but it looks so much better than what we have now. Looks so much better. <laughs> Are they even like, in the I think, same room? Yeah, it's bonkers. Anyway, do you have anything else? I, I feel like we kind of wrapped up. Yeah, no. There, good movie. I was a big fan. Uh, go see it. Go see it. Fun movie. If you listen to all to all this for some reason, go see go see Creed three. It it rips. It's a good time. Watch Creed one. Look up the synopsis of Creed two. Watch Rocky. And then watch Rocky is is the beast. Watch bees. Rocky. And then watch Creed three, and then you'll have a good time. Uh, my name is Sam Banning. and I'm Andrew Thomas. You can find the podcast all over the place at Welcome Back Pod. Yeah, our link tree is still uh, link tree slash Welcome Back Pod. Uh, we have also switched uh, hosts. We are now being hosted on Acast. Woo! Um, so hopefully, I'm, I still got to work through uh, transferring some of our stuff and getting everything kind of set up, but it should be all good on the on the on the the listeners end yeah um it should all be good there 
Uh, and then some, all of our older episodes will slowly get updated with proper formatting and stuff. Yes. Uh, as I, I just have to sit down and, and go through them one by one and do it. Cause there's no way to like mass edit. That's, them. that's, uh, yeah, it's going to take a while. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, some of our stuff might be changing. Some of our links might change. Um, but, uh, it should all be fine. Uh, yeah, you can find us on on Acast, we're also Welcome Back Pod on there. Um, and yeah, that's going to be a great way to support the show, following us on, on all the different social medias, liking us on different, uh, you know, uh, podcatchers, and and subscribing, and liking the track, reviewing the track, liking the podcast, reviewing the podcast, all the different stuff and all the different podcatchers of your choice. Uh, it's going to be just a fantastic way to, uh, to support the show. Uh, and as always, Andrew tells you all about the best way to support the show. Best way. If you haven't talked to your friend who who really had your back, who really had your back when no one else did, yeah. and you run away like a weasel, <laughs> <laughs> don't just love Rod and Jill. Tell them about us. And then Tell them about us. They listen to us. You listen to us. Have a whole new thing to talk about. Boom. Boom, just right there. Boom, bada bing, bada, bada boom. Bing, bada new, boom. New, old friend becomes new friend, and then maybe you don't have to punch each other at the exact same moment. And knock each other, in a, yeah. In, knock each other out in the Shadow Realm. Spooky. Yeah. That would be spooky. If you had to fight somebody in the Shadow Realm, what sort of what sort of game would you want to, what, what sort of thing would you want to be doing? I would want to be fighting Abraham Lincoln. And, okay. And, uh... It would be uh What's the what's your what's your game of choice? What's your what's your combat of choice? Oh, could I be fencing? I would have I would have stabbed someone. But you're but do you know how to fence? No. I guess does Abraham Lincoln know how to fence? That's the real question. <laughs> <laughs>